Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome, everybody, to another week of Second Chance Moped Podcast. Isn't it almost summer fucking yet? Because I, I got... I, I always feel like I, this is my confessional for the week. I'm I'm a former Catholic boy who went to parochial school in the whole nine yards. Um, but so I feel like I'm talking to nobody and just like confessional, but whatever. Um, so I put a new motor together this weekend. It was basically a clone for my Baker's build. So again, I didn't work on my Baker's bike, but I kind of did. And I got it all together and... I just went to idle and all of a sudden it started raining and it's been shit all week in Minnesota. So I have, I got to ride it up and down the block a little bit and holy cow, that was the first time I ever put a metric kit on a Hobbit. It's a bad boy. It's almost, I can understand why you don't see a lot of people of the old guard run those a lot because it's really fun by yourself, but in a group ride, I'm never going to fucking ride that bike. It's just going to be so much unusable power is what it is. Um, got a couple of cool things going on in the moped land. Uh, everybody's probably seen a little bit on Instagram and everything like that. This is the last time I'm bringing up moped spring break. Amanda basically had the worst um, Airbnb owners ever. They kind of spied on everybody and blah, blah, blah. Basically... You know, if you have a chance, check out Saks G3. Um, you'll see some more information about that. Like, she got, she got hosed. And I am a sensitive P. And when anybody gets a raw end of the deal in the moped community, I try to help them out. I then mowed her some money. I didn't give her any GoFundMe money because I wanted all that money to go to Amanda. If you feel the need, you want to help out a mopeder in the moped community who tried to do something sweet, Go to Sax G3, ask Amanda how you can help. And that's all I'm going to say. But we got one more rad thing, and hopefully my guests can come to this. I was um, told, I, I have to read this correctly, because I always feel like if you don't want everybody to know about something, don't fucking let me know. There's go- this. I got this. There's going to be a, mo- a Kansas City moped party to take place Memorial Weekend. Um it's not a rally. So there will be no chase. There will be no rally pack. There will be no like big food. There's very sketchy details at this, but I can promise you this. Get a hold of Moped Party Pizza on Facebook and ask her about it. And I can tell you this, everybody, anybody who's listening to the podcast, they know like my two favorite cities to kind of ride in are St. Paul, Minnesota and Kansas City, Missouri. I love the Missouri side a little more. I mean, KCK's rad. I love all you Lawrence boys and all that, but, like, I love, you know, and if you guys show up, I will show you the best place to get ribs in Kansas City. And, no, it's not Oklahoma Joe's or Kansas City Joe's or it's not the place over by Hickory Moto Union. There's a secret low-key place that one weekend when I was down there, um, Marie and I went to about three different places sampling ribs and we found the best place ever, at least in my opinion, just like everything else. It's opinion based. It's whatever, but <sighs> mopeds, I love the journey people take. 
and there's and I bust chops all the time. I was just bust. I was just giving somebody a hard time earlier about um, riding mopeds, and I don't care. And everybody has their own journey, and that's what some of this moped podcast is about. And I've I noticed this um, Instagram account. I don't know, probably a year and a half ago or something like that, maybe. And I saw some other stuff on uh, YouTube, and I just find I'm all about like getting out, experience different major cities. And this is kind of a different aspect of it. And I, I, I don't really have a great introduction to our guest right now. So I'm just going to let him introduce himself. Yeah. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? I'm Jack. A lot of guys, you know me as a Jackalope bus on uh, Instagram. Was formerly Wandering Patches way back. Uh, member of the goat heads covid took my patch i was about to get patched in it kind of fucked it all up fuck um, 2020 so started, dude yeah yeah i don't know what happened but uh we're we're bringing it back i'm really psyched seeing what's happening right now uh yeah. with moped spring break and what's in the calendar so um i started uh montucky goat heads uh it was formerly thrash pandas and it was just me and my dog <laughs> um, so, <laughs> When I got into the goats, I just kind of assimilated it all. And uh, yeah, that's me. Right on, right on. And know what? I'm an asshole with my ADD. It's Jack. Correct? Or I totally fucking blanked on your name. I'm, I am an asshole. We've been talking for a couple months. Do you want to no, read? preaching to the choir with the, with the name problems here. Yeah, Jack. Jack. Okay, sweet. Good I'm sir. happy I remembered that. I fucking, <laughs> I, dude, I did that like, Somebody who's becoming one of my better long distance friends and moped, Conan. I did that in his episode. That's why it was so goddamn short. It was nothing wrong with Conan. <laughs> I couldn't remember the fucking guy's name. I felt terrible. Say it with me now. Conan. Yeah. Conan. <laughs> like, I knew as he was doing that, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking remember it. But Jack, dude, that's so that's so rad. Um, I didn't realize all the tie in there. That's, that's sweet. But, um, we're going to, you kind of gave us a little brief deal and I'm sorry about not getting patched jam. I think everybody in the world can agree. Fuck 2020. Yeah. 2021 <laughs> is going to be better. Um, but here, Jack on second chance, moped pocket. Hold on. Hold on, Jack. Oh, nice. I had to get my cup. That was terrible. I, I tried to, in the honor of the moped, the Kansas city moped party, I, I, I'm drinking out of my Kansas City moped cup that was gifted to me for Christmas. <laughs> Let's try that one more time. Ooh, I got it back. Um, <laughs> here, Jack. Like a soup bowl. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was fucking, dude. I got so many cool, like, this was a, we're not going to talk about me. We're going to talk about you, Jack. Um, here on Second Chance Moped Podcast, we go through people's moped journeys. What happened? I eat the very first time they saw a moped. Uh, to their first smile ride to the um, middle part of the moped journey, what it's like today. So, Jack, let me ask you, what is your first memory of a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but, like, just understanding that as a moped. Oh, man. So, first time ever, uh, I was working at a car wash. Uh, not nearly as glamorous as the song makes it sound. No, uh, no. Uh pretty awful actually uh, oh dude i grew but, up my family owned a car wash and it wasn't one of the cool automated ones it was like the two three stall car washes we had an employee oh, no. like 
Yeah, we had an employee embezzle ten grand from us. That's a lot. That's of quarters, a lot man. of fucking quarters, dude. That's yeah, a lot of fucking, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I clean many a fucking pits. I clean many a floors. So I feel your pain, brother. I definitely never changed my oil in one of those either. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That would be awful, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, we had people do that shit to us. A guy who a business oh, yeah. owner in the small town, like he fucking changed his oil in our car wash. And my oh, one of our <laughs> wow. employees fucking just called him out on it. My dad was laughing his ass off. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty solid redneck move, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so at the car wash, I was working with uh, some some guys, and uh, this one dude, kind of a sketchy guy too. Like he was on pre-release, and uh, he was one of the people. And you see this a lot in Montana, but um, moped people become moped people by default when they get a <laughs> DUI because this is we're one of the loophole states where you can have a moped. So that's basically what got him going on it. Yeah, you're one of the few states that are left because I think a lot of states were like that. And then you get some of these old people like saying, you don't need a dude. They change the laws and they'll sit there and try to argue with it. Like, dude, they changed the fucking laws in this yeah. state. So you guys still have that going. OK, well, and I, I say it's actually cruel and unusual punishment because to ride a moped year round in Montana, it's just messed up. So <laughs> hopefully they, uh, you know, I don't know. Nothing's good, but it's better than walking. Um, <laughs> but yeah he would always ride that to work and he was late and uh would just lean it up along the side and i'm like man what the hell is that thing uh like it's some fucked up looking bike and i was close it was a kinetic yeah and, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um he was just like yeah the mopeds told me about the loopholes and all that and uh I actually, um, it's kind of a weird side tangent, but my first ever ped experience, I was 13 and I had a go ped. Okay. Um, so I, I grew up in Philadelphia. I moved oh. out to Montana. When I was 17. So like 13 year old kid wow. doing like hood rat shit, going to skate spots. It, you know, a little two stroke motor changed my life. Uh, so it was kind of a, a bring back to that part of my childhood. Um, the smell of the two stroke and like, Oh, it's this new kind of independence, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I saw, I, I saw it as a way of uh, commuting to college. Like a lot mm -hmm. of people do horrible yeah. idea. Um, <laughs> it's okay <laughs> in the fall, but then, <laughs> yeah. but then as and winter really, rolls in, not so much. And it snows by Halloween out here. So it's pretty yeah. short window. Yeah. Same dude, Minnesota, same deal. Like, yeah, we got, <laughs> I was so fucking angry this year, homie. Like it was October in snow and I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. 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 Oh, and yeah, we had a horrible, like it was like negative 35 for two weeks is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, what was I saying? Oh, um, it's funny too. I'm like kind of part of that crossover. I feel like a lot of us that used to skate back in the day, our knees suck and we still want to be punk kids. So mm -hmm. mopeds are a nice option to that. Uh, I definitely can't, I uh, can't be skateboarding. Yeah. I've screwed up my knee working. Um, so that's just part of growing up, I guess, too, is not exciting injuries. Yeah. Oh dude. <laughs> Always the really awesome one, like getting out of bed and you hurt yourself. It's fucking great. Um, so you get that notepad and like what everybody just busts my balls about it, but then like, I don't do it and get people give me shit the other way. 
Like what year? What what year are we in? What time frame are, is this when you get uh, the go-ped? Uh, uh, a go-ped. So like go-ped. The, the stand on top. Yeah. It's yep. like a big Razor scooter with a two-stroke motor on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you hit like the smallest bump, they just throw you onto your face. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was 13. It was uh, like I think 2000, 2001. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had like Christmas light, battery powered Christmas lights under the deck because that nice. under light shit was hot back then. Hell yeah, 13. dude. <laughs> it's still hot now, son. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, LEDs is a whole new world for that. Um, yeah, yeah, just ask Conan. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, that Lomos is so cool. I love that thing. Dude, that thing is so fucking sketchy awesome. It Yeah, it's it's a wonderful bike in every way possible, honestly. This is true. This is true. <laughs> um, so you get that, you get that go-ped. Um, you're trying to ride that in college. Uh, like, when, when are you actually getting a moped? Yeah, so the GoPad got jacked from my house when I was like 15. Oh no! And so, like, there's a big window between that and then I was like 21 when I was at the car wash. Mm-hmm. Um, so jump into that. Uh, he let me tool around the parking lot. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Not really like a smile ride kind of thing. But I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get one of these. Uh, a parking pass at the University of Montana was like 400 bucks. Yeah. And there was like. There's like 60 parking spots and like 2,000 people at least. Um, so I'm like, man, you can park it right at the bike racks. Don't need a license, all that great stuff, no insurance. Um, so I was just uh, trolling Craigslist for a while. Uh, found something. It was a Peugeot 103. I nice. can't remember what year. Uh, yeah. Got a French bike because I didn't know any better. Dude, that's those are the people who always stick with mopeds, at least the stuff. You got to be a little stubborn, and then you got to get some weird bike that doesn't ever really want to work correctly. Yeah, I was just completely oblivious to anything. Mm-hmm. Too oblivious to be stubborn. Um, <laughs> I found this one. It ran. The dude wanted, I think, like 400-something bucks for it. Uh, I traded him a $200 9-millimeter pistol okay for it. <laughs> uh because montana yeah <laughs> i think that should be like a t-shirt somewhere bumper or like your moped sticker like because montana yeah <laughs> that's not a bad idea actually <laughs> <laughs> jack's taking notes here yeah dude i got a million ideas i just don't got any cash to back it up so oh <laughs> just stick with me kid i'll take you places oh yeah um so yeah, my first smile ride was on that that 103. Uh, it you know you just twisted it and it went, and it was going like maybe 24 miles an hour, uh, and it was on my way home. Like I just bought it. I saw it right. Like I tooled it around real quick. But like riding home is when it all kicked in. Like this is so fucking cool. Yeah, I'm going and like cars are riding my ass and yeah, uh, it started snowing too because it was like mid October. Like just flakes in the air, but like, man, this is so cool. So, um, I tried commuting to school with that. I did it for about two and a half weeks, five days a week. And then it just kept breaking down. Um, I was late for classes. I was missing classes, like failing out of school. Fucking (laughs) Um, Frenchie. Yeah. I was kind of already ahead of that game before the moped, but (laughs) it definitely sealed the deal on that. Uh, (laughs) um, so, uh, you know, I needed an alternative. Um, mm-hmm. 
was still on the moped thing. I, I waited till the spring because fuck it. And uh, there was a dealership like this was. Uh, oh, man, like 2009. OK, 2010. Uh, so there was actually a, a scooter shop. It's called Scooterville. Super original name. Yeah. Never heard that anywhere else. We literally have one in Minneapolis. <laughs> like, I, I guess it works. Like, and, and I'm busting balls. Those guys are all super great to work there. But it's like, come on, people. That's like moped land or something like that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. And, you know, much love to them. And uh, the owners were actually my godparents, which was rad. like. Yeah, that's how. So small. now I just busted balls on your godparents who I never met. That's fucking. That's yeah, kind of what up, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, you know, Montana's small. My uh, my parents went to college out there, moved back east, but they, you know, a lot of people in Missoula really. That's where a lot of people want to live. So mm-hmm. it's a nice little town. It just got too crazy for me. Um, but yeah, Scooterville, and they had uh, brand new Tomoses okay and i'm like well shit okay and um went in i checked one out and it was like a cherry red tomos top tank and i took it for a test drive and the second it hit second gear like my brain exploded okay. like my baseline was that dying 103 or that dude's kinetic yeah I'm like what is this like supercharged like <laughs> what a fast car would make you feel like when it puts you in the seat yeah it was like that feeling but you know at 18 miles an hour yeah <laughs> uh, it's 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 weird and you you didn't have you didn't necessarily go from like a tuned tuned varied bike to a tomos like all i've been running is dirty fast hobbits and like i jumped on last couple months i've jumped on a few different two speeds and like it just feels weird that yeah. shift is so fucking weird it's like <laughs> We ball. It's just, yeah. dude. They fucking. I, I love Thomas. Don't get me wrong. That's right. I said it. I love them. Even though they should all be set on fire. They're a good bike. <laughs> Everyone hates a champion. That's what it is. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we'll talk shit about derbies later. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, once that kicked in, I brought it back. I'm like, dude, I want one. I don't want this one because that red shit is whack. Okay. Um, but <laughs> like but i want one so they're like we can get you i wanted a black one um and they're like yeah it's an extra 200 bucks i'm like done yeah i financed it i think it was like 1850 nice and that's i got not bad it. dude that's i for brand new reliable motorized anything 1850 that's a fucking steal it had three miles on it yeah dude fucking round. <laughs> So I mean, that's and like, pretty cool. And probably two now. of those were in Slovenia, fucking ripping up and down the block just on a shakedown. Well, yeah, I had to wait, I think, six weeks because they had to order it from Slovenia. And uh, of course, when it arrived, it had like a about the size of a dime, like a scratch mark on the tank down to oh. the bare metal. And um, I was so pissed because like I've never owned anything brand new mm-hmm. or nice be it a moped or whatever yeah um so i'm like man like i gotta fucking start with this and they just put like some nail polish on it and we're like uh you know come back later we'll put it through the body shop and that shit never happened i was gonna say that no dude because they did you a favor jack i'm telling you because that's the problem about buying anything new 
you fucking cradle that thing like more than you would like a pack of eggs or like a single egg because you don't want anything to happen. Once you finally get that first scratch in it, then you're like, okay, fuck it, game on. Like, and they pre scratched yeah. it for you, so it was a deal. <laughs> it, yeah, it really was. It would have owned me completely. I would have obsessed. So it's like, well, now I can have fun. Yeah, um, and I wasn't gonna wait. Like, I could have made a stink and be like, no, I'm not signing the papers. But I'm like, I want this shit now, and they know it. <laughs> yeah, I was calling them every day. Like, it's not in. <laughs> no, it's still not in. We'll call you. Okay. Yeah. Call tomorrow. Is it in yet? Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm the same way. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, and that was my baby, man. I, uh, uh, the dude that's working there, Bradley, was like my first moped homie. And he helped me put a bi turbo on it and upjet it. Uh, taught me how to clean the car, change the transmission oil, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, nice. I rode that thing hard. I put, I think, like 2,000 something miles on it that year. Yeah. That's a good. Just going to school. I'll say this to people like you should put two, especially like seasonal riders like yourself or me, Jack. Like if you're in a climate that you only have a few months, if you're not putting 2000 miles on a moped, fucking start riding a moped. That's what I yeah. say. Like I fucking love that shit, dude. Like I won't put, I'm going crazy cause I can't ride right now. And it's like, things are turning green in Minnesota, but it's the weather's been fucked. Uh, it just started turn spring today. I feel like I got sunburned. Uh, Dude, that first like, burn okay, of the year spring. is fucking great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then we'll have like three weeks of this, and then it's going to be 100 degrees all summer. Oh, that's a beautiful thing, yeah. dude. Because I will take 100 degrees. <laughs> I'll, I'll take 100 degrees over 30 below any day. Yeah. 30. 30 below. Yeah, I'll agree. <laughs> because 100 degrees isn't going to fucking hurt me like 30 below does. 30 below just hurts. Yeah, you can go swim and hang out in the shade or something, yeah. but you ain't doing shit at 30 below. No, people people will do shit at 100 degrees. But anyways, there we go. Me fucking talking about <laughs> the goddamn weather again. Yeah, uh, well, we need to get that you know topic off the list here. Yeah, yeah, got, got to get <laughs> certain checkpoints. Um, So you got that black bike, you're riding it all over. Are you looking outside the world of missoula montana at this point are you just in your own little moped world are you like trying to figure out moped army or anything like that uh so i was living in like it's the missoula bubble like you're so isolated from the world and Mm -hmm. just in your you know little small town um but it's college town too there's a lot going on but yeah like the only thing i know about that is like a river runs through it dude i swear to god like fly fishing brad pitt that's it I've never even watched it all the way through, but it's yeah, a fucking it was, beautiful movie. God damn it. Yeah. I was film, filmed on the, on the Blackfoot and yep. I think the Clark Fork too. Um, sure. I've, yeah. I've floated both those rivers. It, it's awesome. You just yeah. sit in an inner tube and uh, drink beer. If that's your thing. Fucking Yeah. Why am I hitting this warm spot in the river? I don't know, <laughs> but I kind of like it. <laughs> Must be a hot spring. <laughs> but yeah i uh, was just doing the missoula bubble life uh riding my moped around just shaking up town i'd ride with bradley a little bit um was dabbling on moped army but it was you know back in the heyday of like wrong forum fuck face and like <laughs> all that so like i learned not to say stuff on it pretty quick and just lurk yeah. and do research 
um, it's definitely a lot better now. And I've met a lot of awesome people on there. Um, I don't post more like I should, I'm sure. But if you say something stupid, you can't delete it either. That shit's locked into the like yeah, stone. <laughs> speaking from a guy who fucking is dyslexic, like, yeah, it's fucking great. Thanks, Simon. Um, <laughs> but no, they do a great job with everything. And like, I'm not, act- I'm active in the general just when I want to post about the show. Um, so you're in the Missoula bubble, you're doing your thing. Like this, I'm guessing this is still around 2009, 10, 11 ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, 2011, I, uh, I sold the Tomos. Okay. Um, cause I was like, I want a bigger bike that, you know, everything I got tired of, like, I should have just, I think it just needed new drum brakes. Like, cause I just wore the shit out of the brakes. I was like, this thing's not stopping like it should. I didn't know how to work on anything. Yeah. Um, I just had a bike mechanic friend that was helping me. So, you know, I kind of hit the wall. Um, no, were you mechanically inclined at all at this point in your life? Because no. that can, that shit can be intimidating, dude. Because like, I can only imagine for people who had never really held a wrench in their hand, like how like I can do that. Yeah, dude, it's just a fucking moped. Like once you get out of that mindset of yeah. Oh no, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, I'm interrupting <laughs> you, homie. Um. But But no, yeah, I didn't know anything like in anything I approached, I'm like, I'm going to break something. And a lot of stuff with like working on mopeds, like cars, anything. It's like that feeling that you're going to break it. You need like you need to push past that. And like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's not going to explode. And you do need to force on shit that much. It turns out. Yeah. Uh, Especially if you work on anything from Germany, there's a fine line for cars between breaking and disassembly. That's all uh, I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um yeah so I, I sold it uh basically what i paid for it um it there's it's really nice uh people you know there's college students out there in the spring so like it sold immediately yeah, i yeah. took out the side plastic so it's you know like cafe racer looking of course just took off the plastics and i put green uh lime green petals on it right on the turbo yeah so yeah it looked cool for what it was uh yeah for not knowing what you're doing uh but yeah uh up the game i I was getting more wanderlust um doing road trips and stuff i'm like i'm gonna get a klr 650 like perfect most logical step from only riding mopeds your entire life perfect exactly and i'm like five foot eleven and even with two inch lowering lengths i'm too short to ride that bike yeah they're so tall anyone that's got a klr out there they'll tell you really quick (laughs) um they're awesome bikes they do everything but they're not great at doing one thing particularly for that reason so squirrely as hell on the highway too tall to ride trails um but you know they're swiss army knife of bikes Mm -hmm. um so i got really into like you know the idea of adventure riding um was meeting people on adv rider but they were all like 65, yeah. which is kind of weird. I <laughs> uh, met some nice, you know, like I'd ride with these dudes. I uh, went camping one time with one guy. Like, you know, I can get along with anybody, but it's like definitely a weird gap in the mix. Like, not yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I, culture. Yeah. I, I, few things in my life I totally identify with you. Like, you totally dig the people that you're around and you respect them, but you're like, fuck, I need some people my age type of deal. Is that kind of what you're feeling with that? 
Yeah, exactly. They're like, man, if I was smoking weed at camp, these guys would freak out. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they were waiting for you to break out the weed. Maybe they're like, man, when's that kid? Yeah, that's the only reason yeah. they're hanging out with me, probably. <laughs> Dude, I had, I'm not going to throw anybody's parents under the bus, but I was that kid in high school. I had more than one fucking set of parents. So the kids would pass out and like the parents knew we were out drinking. They're like, Jim, do you got a joint? Like, I'd be like, fine. And then we'd smoke a joint. <laughs> and I was the worst joint roller ever. My buddy's dad ended up teaching me how to fucking roll a joint. He goes, don't tell him so-and-so about this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So yeah, you might be surprised with some of those fucking parents. Oh yeah, and well, that's really the milestone. Like you know, you're becoming an adult when your friend's parents, and like instead of being on your ass, they're asking you to get them weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think I'm growing up. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> rock and roll. But you had that. But you had that adult bike. Um, how long did you kind of skip out on mopeds then, or like, what There's was your transition big, back? Big gap. Um, I'm was doing the KLR thing for like maybe a year, year and a half. Um, and at the same time I was moving out of that really once I got my dog, uh, I was just huge into him and, uh, going camp. Like I didn't want to do anything without him. So the bike mm-hmm. kind of laid on the wayside. And, um, it was about the time I uh, like was considering like becoming a nomad and getting an RV. Uh, it was just like, sell the bike. I made like three grand off that thing. Um, nice if you buy shit in February, like I bought it from a guy that was desperate to sell it for like, I think 1900 bucks for like a, I think it was a 2007 KLR 650. Like I sold it for $4,500. Wow. That's uh, a good deal. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Um, you know, buy something when it's snowing and sell it in the spring, but like yeah. people are all over it. Um, but yeah, the, the gap, from that to mopeds was uh i mean i was living on the road for three years so it's like probably like a five-year gap to where i started like thinking about mopeds again um i i didn't really mention it on this but a lot of the people that know me on this uh like i was living on the road for five years in a toyota motorhome nice uh so like i sold all my shit bought this rv i fixed it up for a couple months and then me and my girlfriend at the time just hit the road with fuck it uh might as well have fun if you're going broke. Um, yeah. Wasn't really making money out there. I was getting tired of living in Montana. And uh, I had a work injury. I couldn't use my thumbs for like two and a half, almost three months. I couldn't use oh, my shit. thumb normal. Like I couldn't tie my shoes, zip up a coat. Um, yeah. Dude, that's... The, uh, yeah. The basal joints in my thumbs just from working two jobs and uh kind of had to take a big step back from, you know, what you're dealing with life, uh, is you're losing everything just to pay the bills. Like, I'm just going to sell it all and mm-hmm. get some kind of, uh, like kind of recession proof income proof way of living that I could have more fun and have more fulfilling lifestyle. Uh, like, you know, I can work a shitty paying job anywhere in the country Yeah, and I'm not paying rent or bills. What do I really need that much money for? So like, I was living off $300 a month, um, for a couple of years, uh, yeah. living in RV saving over $30,000 in rent, yeah. which is just insane to even think about. Like if I had that much money in my hand oh, dude, to give nuts. it to give it to someone just to use something, it's kind of, it's crazy. Um, yeah. I'm not the yeah, only dude. one to figure out that rent sucks. Well, dude, I can't, <laughs> I still, I, 
got so lucky when I bought my house in St. Paul because I'm paying now for my mortgage what people are paying for a one bedroom. It fucking yeah. And like I think when in my divorce, like my ex wife, she's like, I don't want the house. We came up with a number. We both. We were both pissed off about, so that means it's a good compromise. Nobody gets what they want. Um, And I wrote her a check for the house, and she just bought a house now because she realized renting sucks. Like, renting sucks. Paying a mortgage sucks, but at least you can walk away with some capital at the end, in theory. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, dude. The other side of that sword, too, is you're responsible for everything, so... Yeah. There are some perks, I'm sure, to not owning shit, but overall, in the long term, yeah, oh, yeah. it's uh, it's pretty fucked up. And dude, up. I'm sorry about your thumbs. Like, that's a huge fucking deal. Like, that kind of separates us from apes. The whole imposable yeah, no, thumbs. What, <laughs> that's what was going through my head that whole time. Like, yeah, life is really hard, man. Like, you got to turn a doorknob with both hands. Yeah, like it's kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> like chill. somebody pointed that it. out to me when I was 19. They're like, "What would it be like without thumbs?" And me being the ignorant kid, like. Oh, it wouldn't be that bad. Like, okay, try to zip up your coat, Jim. Holy shit. Like, you don't yeah. think about it. So, yeah, another life lesson for everybody out there in Second Chance Podcast land. So, you're, you're, deal, you're living a nomad life on the road, the RV, um, which is rad. Like, I've got family members that worked at Winnebago forever. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, no, dude. It fucking, you want the most... I tell you what, people, second chance land, another life lesson. If you ever want to punish somebody, give them the Winnebago motorhome tour. Oh, my God damn. As a child, we took it once a year. It was like fucking punishment. Dave, <laughs> my dad, would, would want to do it every goddamn year for some reason. It was just nuts. But anyways, I'm having PTSD over here, people. Um, so, you know, living that, what made you kind of decide to get off the road then? And um, kind of. Are you well? So like, I had, how'd you get I back one... into bike? I'm I'm kind of wondering, does that tie in getting off the road, if you will, in mopeds? And how how does that? How'd you come back to mopeds? Is my yeah yeah. I'm I'm trying to narrow the gap there. We're getting there. No um, worries, my guy. A little bit of background. Sorry, I'll ramble. No, kind of ramble. I love it. I love long <laughs> podcasts. Um, so yeah, the first one it got wrecked. I had. Uh, some dickhead ran a red light, put a hole in it, Provo, Utah. So drove that back to Montana, picked up the pieces, sold that shit, got a new one, fixed it up. New uh, one, living what? on the road again. Well, motorhome or? Yeah. So okay. uh, two, I had two Toyota motorhomes. The first one was an 87, 21 foot with the 22 RE in it. Okay. Freaking awesome. I got, I got 22 or I think I got 24 miles a gallon once on it. Holy shit on the 21 foot motorhome, I was yeah. going 48 through Iowa, <laughs> but it did it. Um, <laughs> it says minimum speed 45. And I'm, I took that seriously. I took that. Literally. <laughs> um, so it I, took me three weeks to go through Iowa and I thought I saw the same cornfield 15 times. Wait, you did. Yeah. No, it's like the, you know, the ground just moved as I sat still. It's a weird oh. kind of, yeah straight line forever dude i can't get out of iowa fucking fast enough i god damn iowa you've heard the podcast just goddamn flat (laughs) i'm sure there's some cool there's a lighthouse that's like in a little lake out there i guess that'd be worth checking out i don't know every state has their highlight it doesn't make the rest of the state good that's 
all I'm going to say about that. Sorry, man. I'm trying to put a positive spin for all your Iowa listeners here. (laughs) (laughs) I've got, dude, I've got so much family in Iowa. My dad had 52 first cousins. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. You got to do something when you're in Iowa. Damn. Fucking hey, dude. We're strong breeding Norwegian family. (laughs) Hell yeah. 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 But, um, yeah. 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 Like when Dave, my mom and dad got married, like they got what was called the Peterson two. Everybody gave him two bucks and that's all you were ever getting from him. <laughs> Mom didn't believe that shit. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. Like I said, <laughs> cheap Norwegians. Um, but anyways, enough about me. Back yes, to you. Um, so I was doing the nomad thing a while. Like the, my only vehicle was my house mm-hmm. and it got really old. Like you got to pack up all your shit. You got to, you know, put everything away, bungee cord, a bunch of stuff. Like there's a lot to moving a motorhome that you're living in full time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, I need something else. And I kind of backtrack, like, you know, mopeds only a hundred pounds. I could just get a hitch carrier on this. Mm-hmm. You know, I know everything. If I could just get it, like, I know Tomos enough to know I liked them and I know the basics. Yeah. And so uh, I worked a seasonal gig. Um, I do sugar beet harvest every year. Uh, out there in uh, uh, Moorhead, Minnesota. Oh, sure, yeah. Oh, oh, sure. Um, it's weird. I start talking like them too, uh, dude. That shit, that <laughs> accent is fucking infectious. That's all I yeah. can say. If I have a couple beers after work, I'll start like, oh yeah, oh well, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious because especially like, I was dating a girl who was from Jamaica about 10 years ago and Natalie started to pick up the Minnesota accent with a Jamaican twist to it. It was the funniest fucking thing ever. Or like the Hmong, the Hmong people in St. Paul have started to pick up the shitty Minnesota one. So it's, (laughs) it's, I'm not even going to fucking try to do it, dude, but it's fucking hilarious to me because it's infectious, but yeah. yeah. So you're, (laughs) you know how great Minnesota is. That's good. Oh man. I get the trick to working with Minnesotans is ask them about ice fishing or snowmobiles <laughs> and you will get through a 12 hour shift real easy. <laughs> the key to ice fishing is just get fucking drunk. Like that's the only reason why you ice fish. Yeah. There are a lot like Montanans. It's like everything is involved, involves drinking. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's kind of, it's fun, but it's not so fun when like people, you know, you don't drink. Um, <laughs> uh still fun but yeah 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 um yeah so i I was back in montana for like the holidays and so november into like december i was looking for a tomos on craigslist and uh couldn't find anything like fucking nothing of course it's montana Mm -hmm. um so i put it up a craigslist wanted ad like i'm looking for a tomos moped and some fucking guy emailed me in two days and was like i got one in the garage nice and uh he was up in red lodge which is like an hour out of town from billings and was like yeah I'll, I'll, i got a job this week i'll bring it into town i'll bring it to your house like, oh, uh, so okay that's the best when you get mopeds delivered yeah which it kind of i got a little nervous like he's a little too eager to sell this thing so i was a little you know yeah. skeptical um but showed up giant diesel flatbed with the tomos moped on it fucking hilarious uh bright you think you think he was near axle weight on that one is what you're saying 
He's pushing it for sure. I think he had to air up the, the airbags in the yeah. rear. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should have just piled hay bales around it so people exactly. wouldn't see it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he wanted, I think he was asking 475 for it. And um, I wrote it. The petcock was leaking. It had old tires. The shocks were fucked on it. Like mm-hmm. I, he was a big dude. And I yeah. think it was his DUI loophole bike. Oh, okay. So like, you know, that time has passed for him and, you know, he's over it. He doesn't want this thing around. So uh, I talked him down to 420 on it Nice. and uh, got it. It snowed that week, of course. So like back to my buy shit when it snows and people don't want it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and uh, really, you know, that's not the worst price for it was a 94. It is. I still have it. Um, this was three years ago uh 94 tomos targa a35 it was white with the maroon and gold decals it was okay. so ugly like no, the dude, cowling like, it's so underrated <laughs> like if you're just gonna get some, a moped get the most fucking ugly thing ever and i love just ugly colors like i got it's it's a podcast so i gotta talk about baker's dozen i'm not gonna do anything fancy for a paint job anymore i'm gonna go hot pink frame on flat black everything like just go Hell ugly, yeah. yeah. Like people hate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I started slowly fixing that up, and you know, got a hitch carrier, and started heading to Southwest for the winter. Kind of doing that snowbird shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like negative fifteen when I was there. I was staying in my mom's backyard, and the the condensation got so bad in the RV. I was chipping off sheets of ice off the wall oh. from around like where, where I was sleeping and all that just from the vapor and yeah uh yeah I'm like all right time to go to the desert <laughs> time um, to go anywhere but here yeah yeah miserable dude and uh working sugar beets and doing like desert life in the winter out there I wouldn't have to work for almost three months nice uh so life was drinking cheap rum riding the moped hanging out with friends in the desert uh and just like going on hikes and you know enjoying life um, yeah yeah so i started tinkering on the moped a lot um i actually got a job at the rv show out there like doing some like vendor thing uh giving out free samples for some like dip mix stuff uh nice <laughs> it was pretty it was so gross um <laughs> people like just spitting food at you as they're talking at you and like oh this one's good <laughs> like hitting you in the eye i never think uh, about the vendor themselves like dude yeah that's terrible oh uh, covid killed that shit that dude just stopped doing shows yeah covid yeah. killed a lot of things and i'm not even gonna <laughs> make a bad joke about that either um yeah oh, <laughs> there's so many things that like won't be around because of covid i think that's a good thing though yeah not feeding the masses uh double dipped shit that the whole like people put their fingers in it was nasty um but so i was commuting 17 miles every day basically through the desert and like blown up roads like these things look like war torn on my stock tomos just shredding it like big rocks in these roads um so i was running my trash with it i was grocery shopping like it was my car uh I was doing like, I had some like break down the desert and like fixed it with my pocket knife, like <laughs> out in the boonies. Like this is fucked up, you know, Tomos, man. Dude, make that uh, shit work MacGyver style. Yeah. It was just like a cracked fuel line. I just had to cut and it wasn't that bad, but 
being a novice, I was, it kind of freaked me out. My shit, you know, you're all of a sudden broke down in the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I started really getting back into it and I had a lot of free time. So, you know, on Moped Army and stuff and uh, Instagram was getting way bigger with yeah. you know, the Moped content that it's like now, this was, you know, three years ago. Yeah, I can tell you like just with my, and maybe it's just me searching harder, but um, in the last really year, I think it's been like people are really in the moped community, like finding each other and communicating. Instagram is a, another great source for that. I mean, Moped Army will always be Moped Army. It's a great thing to find people, but like also like stumbling across you on Instagram. I mean, that's how I found you. Yeah, for sure. That's how I met a lot of people, like all, a lot of, um, almost all my moped friends. Um, mm-hmm. And that was the really cool thing that grew with that is like I started posting moped stuff and, uh, you know, slowly meeting people. And like, this is what's been missing. Like the whole time I've been traveling for all these years, like I don't have my people. Yeah. Like there's the nomad community is like the majority is older retired folks, mm-hmm. especially like, you know, in the Southwest in the winter time. Um, so just meeting like-minded people that, you know, we're into doing the same stuff. And all of a sudden I had like friends to hang out with in cities all over the country. And, you know, I've had people put me up in their driveway, Ed and Sharon in Omaha, they let me live in their driveway for like two weeks. Nice. Um, Ed and Sharon uh, are great people. Like I always tell like Sharon sent my wife, ex-wife a care pack after my accent, never met me once. Like, yeah, great people. Yeah. Uh, Ben wandering pacer, he never even met me in person and invited me over and let me stay in his driveway. Yeah. Like another rad guy who's going to start putting out some more moped content himself, which I'm really excited for because he is a plethora of knowledge when it comes to the pacers. We'll say that. Oh, wow. Yeah. He took me, uh, gave me a tour around the world with pacer stuff. My head was spinning, but yeah, he is a encyclopedia of those bikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, well, uh, that's, ben, and that's I, that's why I respect him so much because like I it's that I don't know if it's just a Midwest thing or like a small town thing like he's very brand loyal from kind of what my outside observation like he wants to know everything about his brand and he knows a lot about his brand and like that's kind of the why I've always stuck just with Honda because like until I master a Honda I don't really want to give up on him or like change no. brands, but you know, no. Well, and yeah, you start, you spoiled yourself. You can't really go anywhere else with the Hobbit. Yeah. Based oh. on... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm I'm one of a few people to crash into Ben. So I'm sorry about that, buddy. Uh, <laughs> his brake light wasn't working and some car pulled out and kind of smoked into his knee pretty good, but he is super cool about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh very very level guy every any interaction i've kind of dealt with him very very calm calm cat um yeah for sure have you been to many rallies now that we kind of get talking about midwest people or have you gone yeah. to stuff um so i've been to two rallies uh green bastards big dirty three okay uh black hills that was my first rally nice uh, dude. awesome experience those guys are so cool i love those yeah, guys yeah. uh i have my green bastards uh cozy right now with the cat butt on the bottom nice yeah <laughs> uh, still got it guys um i went to that and then uh the puddle cutters um choose your own adventure awesome uh was my other um 
and that was really cool too. Uh, both totally different experiences, but I mean, uh, I couldn't pick one over the other. Yeah, well, every rally has, even when things go awry, are still awesome because it's mopeds, dude. Like nothing's yeah. ever gonna go smoothly in mopeds, and that's what yeah. makes it all so fun. Like, um, how far are you from Kansas, anyways? <laughs> oh, I don't want to. I never, never, never tried to look. Um, <laughs> definitely probably like nine hundred miles, maybe. That's not terrible. I'm just saying Memorial. It's probably a lot more. I'm horrible at guessing that stuff. Yeah, I, think, I don't. <laughs> I think Denver might be 900 miles. I don't know, man. I'm. I only lived on the road for five years, but you know, Google kind of ruins you. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, are you gonna try to get up to that? Um, this could be us. Uh, two smokes thing they got going on. Or yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I was trying to. I had it in my notes here to. I want to shout that out. Um, oh two yeah, smoke smoke rally's gonna be really badass. I got time off for work and uh uh, i've been planning on it so i'll be there um it's a 10 hour drive from billings yeah that's not bad at all dude like jack i hope nothing but the most success for that that ride rally um jack Jack is so nice you're awesome i love those guys uh nick and uh he's not in uh Caldwell Nixon, uh, Idaho Falls. That's my boy. I, I love him. I met him at the Cutters Rally. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the, we're all so like them, the ponies and uh, um, out in Idaho Falls. And then, like, what is barely us, the Montucky goat heads? We all just kind of stick together. We're like the coalition of the the Northwest, you know, weird isolated group. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys are like that bridge between the great West and like the Midwest. Like, yeah. It's, do you guys, and it's, it's so, I don't know the best way to describe it, but like, there's gotta be a unique bond between all three of you guys. Like that whole group and area there. Cause like, you're so spread out and yeah, I have so much respect for people who don't have, you are guys, you, you guys are your own niche community, but like you're still, it just shows the miracle of the internet, if you will, that you can even find each other in the, in this weird space that is mopeds and Instagram and moped. Oh, it's amazing. And, and compared to 10 years when I, you know, got into mopeds like 10 mm-hmm. years ago, you know, I don't even think there was really many Facebook groups even. So it's really blown up and how we all have come together. I think mopeds are making a big comeback because of that, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah, and I can <laughs> say I've got to meet a lot of people because of um, Instagram and Moped Monday's podcast. Those guys are really awesome, and um, I'm going to talk about spring break again, but it was really awesome to get to see the Midwest people meet the East Coasters because I know they didn't. They A lot of that, and I think Moped Monday podcast, Jason Thomas – and Ashley, like, um, those guys are, I think once we get out of Rona are going to be very responsible for bridging a lot of communities because they were the podcast that kind of did that, if you will. I mean, I yeah. just, I just started doing this cause I wanted to meet more people, but I mean, those guys <laughs> show how fun mopeds can be and how we can jab each other and make fun of each other, not take anything too seriously. Yeah. No, I, I love that about mopeds. It's like, I'm not really into that, like, tough guy biker shit, but it's, like, yeah. the polar opposite and, like, 
mocking it in a way and it's like it's so refreshing and everyone is so cool like yeah you can just show up at a rally and no one's like i mean you can't say no one or ever but like overall man people are going to be super friendly welcoming um i've i've made awesome friends i met so like how i got into the met the goats was at the portland rally um kristen and sophia were up there and uh um at them like man these guys are just fucking cool as shit and we mm-hmm. like, like hit it off we were hanging out and um like man you know i might have to come visit you guys in santa fe and they're like come anytime I'm like all right don't think i won't <laughs> <laughs> and uh worked my way over there um that following winter i got out there um thanksgiving of uh dates um 2019 okay yeah. now is this when were you Let's talk about your YouTube channel a little bit because I did discover that. Like, oh uh, shit, yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about that at all? I mean, not to cut off your what's. I'm sorry. Keep going with your goathead, all your goathead shenanigans, and then we'll get into your YouTube channel. I want to make sure to talk about that. Um, well, no, I can knock it out real quick because I can gush about the goats for an hour here. Well, do gush about the goats. <laughs> like, family. I know. <laughs> I again bring it back to Moped Monday. Like those guys were kind of excited to possibly go out there. And like, I know Chad Burke was going to go out to their rally and then oh, the rally fucking was Rona. so sweet. Uh, yeah. Rona fucked that all up. Um, uh, yeah. And I was, you guys get, don't uh, see the pain in Jack's face right now. It's just like motherfucking 20. Uh, no, like it was heartbreaking how I had to leave and I was going to get patched in at the rally. Um, <sighs> You know, to, to be in the goats, you got to have a running bike. You got to know how to work on your shit or at least put forth an effort in learning mm-hmm. and uh, be involved. Um, yeah, and you got to lead a ride. And so, yeah. like, I led a ride. You know, I, I was hanging out hard. Um, I was living in Chris's driveway. So, like, <laughs> it was like my life. We, we had moped night on Thursdays and uh, we'd ride on Sundays. Yeah. And it was that was like my whole life. Uh, I kind of stopped doing the YouTube thing. Like I just wanted to do mopeds and hang out with my friends and kind of just fuck around Santa Fe. Um, yeah. What's Santa Fe like? I've never through my own stubborn assholeness. I don't know. I've never explored the Southwest. So like, uh, what is Santa Fe like for riding bikes? Like, why uh, don't you, <laughs> I love the Southwest, man. You got to get out there. Um, New Mexico is gorgeous. Uh, Santa Fe is such a cool little town. Um, they're at like 7,000 feet. Okay. So like I'm in Billings, Montana. We're at 3,000. Big elevation change. Um, So riding out there is like, don't expect your bike to run like it did at sea level. Yeah. Uh, I I was riding with, I met Jolo in uh, San Francisco. I was out there in the Bay Area. And like my Thomas before I kitted it, it was like, it was running better than it ever was. And it was like in the forties, like mm-hmm. stock with the shop 15, um, just, and just so good. And then, yeah, I went up there and it's like, you know, 35 barely. <laughs> um, it's, it's a big, big change. It really kills your bike. Um, you guys are up jetting, up jetting for the higher elevations. Yeah. Or? You got to lean it out hard. Um, oh, okay. I went up, I think I went up, from like a 52 to a 56 or 58 from when santa fe to billings okay 
Um, I, I'm, I'm bad at numbers, but yeah, I had to up. Dude, no worries. Um, yeah, Santa Fe is like really hilly. The roads are kind of questionable in some spots, like pretty <laughs> jacked up. They get hard freezes, you know, it messes up the pavement. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of how it is in Montana too. Uh, but just really cool, like receptive, uh, you know, we'd ride around people would like wave at us, be taking pictures and we're like really into it. Like the town's a, a lot of artists and, uh, kind of weird people, I guess, if you want to phrase it up in a simple way, but just yeah. people are into weird shit out there. Um, so it was really cool. It's just fun kind of vibe to it all. And, you know, we just ride around and hang out and shoot pool and have beers and, yeah, yeah. Just going with crazy adventures. I was only out there a couple months, but uh um yeah, it was I didn't want to leave. It yeah. broke my heart. Uh right. So I sold my RV out there because I was trying to get a school bus. So we're finally okay. talking about school buses here. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> sold the Toyota motor home and bought a school bus, started working on it like a month and a half before the pandemic hit. Okay. So like could not have timed that shit better yeah uh no one wanted an rv when the <laughs> pandemic hit. so like i sold it for really good money right before a, you know a barren market um, yeah so you got a like, like peak time to you sold it at the most perfect time is what you're saying yeah and before people are trying to buy school buses too yeah so like yeah it worked out pretty freaking well in that way um and so right when the pandemic hit the sublet i was living in uh was up so trying to find a new place in peak corona freak out you know pandemic everything shutting down anything that's available is made immediately gone and i couldn't find anything for i think under like 1400 bucks a month it's rough and i just got a job at santa fe motorsports out there for a parts position and i showed up and they're like yep we just got shut down so oh uh we don't know when we're gonna be able to hire you so like no place to live lost my job you know time to time to figure shit out so it was a good good move to move back to montana yeah uh, kind of regroup uh my mom's out here um in billings my girlfriend at the time her family's out here things weren't really working with us for a while so it was a good opportunity for us to kind of part ways and have a fresh start yeah yeah yeah, dude, no worries. Like, um, Rona, that was when my, uh, I think it was like two weeks after Rona really hit peak. That was when my ex-wife moved out of the house. So like, yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Uh, pandemic breakups. Yeah. Um, well, we had been but- divorced for like seven months and then like, she was just, we were kind of cohabitating and uh, it was yeah. really peaceful actually. Cause she couldn't yell at me anymore. So, <laughs> cause I could just walk away. But like when she left, that was when I was like, oh, okay. So like, I can't go see anybody. Uh, I'm in this big house all alone. I guess I'll start a podcast. That's the same yeah. people. <laughs> ah, that's a good idea, man. It's a positive way of doing it. Um, well, yeah. I had nobody to talk to. <laughs> yeah. It's better than a spiral of depression. That's for sure. Oh, that hit too. Don't worry. <laughs> like <laughs> that, definitely, that was definitely there. <laughs> oh yeah. I know that game, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> college was not great in a lot of ways. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. We, you and I could probably identify on a lot of shit, homie. Um, <laughs> so you move back, you move back 
to Billings, Montana. You, you're kind of regrouping. You're figuring shit out. Yeah, so I was back in, uh, back in Montana. Um, found my own place. Uh, you know, moved into it. Uh, managed somehow find a place I could afford that would allow an 80-pound dog and a school bus. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Because Montana. Back yeah. To the, back to the fucking sticker, dude. <laughs> I don't know why people are so uptight, but I'd be like, hey, you guys, you know, any places dog friendly, they'd start talking to me. And I'm like, yeah, so uh, do you have a spot for a 30 foot school bus? And they just stop talking to me, dude. Yeah. Like, it's the like fuck? they want nothing to do with it. I don't get it. <laughs> like, the neighbors are cool. I'm sure they're cool. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I managed to find uh, this place I'm in now. Uh, and, you know, being newly single is like well i'll just like dive into my hobbies you know and so head first and back into doing moped stuff out here um my like best moped friend bryson out here um heavy metal cycle works i'm sure a lot of you guys know him uh he's basically co-captain of the montucky goat heads yeah yeah um, me, and him, only, like, me and him joust back and forth every once in a while uh, good yeah, guy good guy awesome. yeah. yeah he is uh, make some rad shit yeah uh, i wish you would do more moped stuff i'm trying to twist his arm into it he got hooked on motorcycles pretty good uh still hanging out and doing moped shit he just got a, a pook project so well any anytime he wants to learn how to build a hobbit i'll, I'll steer him right oh shit well that <laughs> hobbit you kept every time i this is a good one for the listeners but i would post stuff about bryson's hobbit and jimmy would hit me up and just start ranting about hobbits to me and i'm like dude i'm trying to tell you this isn't my bike and i don't know anything about hobbits <laughs> and, and then uh, i was told the speed it went and i looked at him like no it doesn't it does this and then bryson actually got to me he's like yeah i go no it doesn't it does this he goes who the fuck said it that number <laughs> it doesn't matter dude like because i don't care it's you don't have to lie to people not all fucking mopeds go 50 miles an hour. It's okay if they go 45. Oh, that uh, that hobby goes 56, man. I'll say 52. <laughs> no, it doesn't I saw, matter. Yeah, I saw it the does. GPS. Uh, I always say my Tomos goes 50, but it's a solid 47.7. <laughs> hey, dude, uh, I'll, 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 I'll round up for you, my guy. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and i'm just busting balls up. like dude <laughs> it's all right <laughs> well no you know it's a nice even number to say but bryson's always like that nah, no 47 dude shut up <laughs> <laughs> it did hit 50 blasting like the biggest hill in town out here which was crazy to feel yeah uh, but yeah i haven't talked about my tomos i'd love to talk about my sweet sweet tomos man uh yeah uh i kind of started fixing it up on the road uh as I got the hooks, you know, I started hanging out with clubs. So, uh, I met up with the shanks in Austin, um, yeah. shout out to Lucy. If she's listening, I, you know, I'm sure most of you know, Lucy, she's so cool. Uh, uh she has post- such a good reputation. Yeah. yeah Amazing Lucy. person. Yeah. So she, cool. she just uh, had a birthday real. recently, I think oh, yeah. yesterday or the other day. I, I know I did throw a little happy, happy day, Lucy. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, she's so cool happy birthday lucy um but yeah invite me to hang out with the shanks uh that dude uh tony out there he let me ride a kitted tomos and i just got hooked it was like i need this shit uh 
So um, I had Ed in Omaha. He put the jammer clutch and step uh, helped me. Uh, uh, sorry, like stamp stumbling on my words. Yeah, helped me put the jammer clutch in. We put a Shaw 15 on. Um, big jump from there, and yep. then uh, I had just the side bleed pipe on it. Um, so then when I got to New Mexico, I finally pulled the trigger and uh, I got a 70 kit with the the 45 millimeter piston, mm -hmm. like the, the race kit for the people or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Treeland does that. Uh, yeah. Everything's for the people. It's for the peoples. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Terry and Chris and the goats, Champagne Terry, shout out to him <laughs> uh, and Goat Daddy Chris uh, kind of helped, you know, coach me through kidding it. Um, I snapped one of the engine studs off in it. And we right had to on. drill it out and helicoil it. Like I had a mental breakdown over that. Oh yeah, uh, dude. <laughs> you, you haven't lived till you fuck up your first threads in a, in a, in your, uh, cases. Yeah. It's fucking great. Isn't it? Oh, I snapped it right off. What? Oh, I, yeah. I did that. I did that on a fucking, um, where the reed block goes into a hobbit. Yeah. I fucking mm. pulled the threads right out of it. I'm like, Oh, uh. motherfucker. I helicoiled it and it's lasted three years. So yeah, that is a gift from the heavens, man. The helicoils. Yeah, uh, I would have had to get a new case. I think. Yep. Um, yeah, we managed to do that. Put that seventy kit on, and uh, it yeah it changed my life. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? First time you get yeah. on that fucking when you have your first kitted bike, dude. That's fucking rad. And the first time yeah. you jump on that kitted bike, it's like. <gasps> I didn't know this uh -huh. could happen. And this is mine. Yeah. And I, uh, the kitted bike I rode, the shocks were gone. Mm -hmm. The kickstand <laughs> was dragging on the ground, but it's fast as shit. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, I have a, I got the ego boost on the rear of that thing. And mm -hmm. it, uh, it, those are so worth it. If yeah. people are on the fence about the ego boost. Uh, oh, I was fucking waiting for him forever for my Baker's bike. And I'm fucking, I was probably, I kept on having the fine people at Treatland, like saying they're coming in this week, Jim. Okay. And then I get another email. They're coming in this week, Jim. Okay. <laughs> and then I get the, then I get an email saying like, they're clearing customs. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> and then I fucking, then I get an email. They're in Jim. And I fucking ordered them. Yeah. There's, I'm excited to try them out. I just ran the cheap $50 ones because, like, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. No, it was, I, I did the same thing you did. I ran the, I ran a kitted bike on worn out fucking 30 year old <laughs> Hobbit shocks. And, like, I wrecked a MLM intake. I didn't wreck it. I fixed it. But, like, I ended up cracking an MLM intake because I kept bottoming out on that. So, again, people. If you are putting a kit together and you are running OEM shocks, just spend 50 bucks, 140 bucks, buy new rear shocks. That's all I can say. Yeah. No, those bumps, fuck you. I've yeah. seen some people get, I saw a kid get laid out right in front of me uh, at the Portland rally at night. This like speed bump came out of nowhere and he just got like, uh, I guess like flipped over the bike right in front mm -hmm. of me and like, him and the bike went to the right and left and I went between them. Like what oh, wow. the fuck just happened? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure who that was either, but he was fucking pissed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you like wreck really hard and someone's like, Whoa, are you all right? 
and you're like get the fuck out of my face that was kind of yeah <laughs> he was all right is what he's trying to tell me yeah, yeah. Uh, i'd be furious too yeah that looked painful um but yeah those ego boosts i rode dubs at the portland rally the whole time i had my girlfriend at the time on the back <laughs> yeah so i'm that jackass from the portland rally that was on dubs on a tomos that i'm sure <laughs> you know sure you noticed me at one point or another so right on well my I second there. rally i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> dude i'm sure there was worse there um let me ask you a few of the standard questions uh what's the dumbest thing you've done in mopeds besides getting Ooh, into them? yeah um definitely getting that 103 for my first bike <laughs> uh would you ever do with that 103 i sold it for more than i paid for it of course yeah you're that guy who only makes money on bikes (laughs) oh yeah um you can you can flip and hustle in montana you play the seasons and the college kids and uh i think that's anywhere with uh changing weather Mm -hmm. um but no i always wanted that thing back it's like my white whale okay Uh, i someday i'd love to find a 103 and fix it up but i have one project bike already and i bought that hobbit from bryson um he pawned it to me he i'm forcing him to buy it back uh he's getting married this weekend actually so uh congratulations bryson. uh bryson yeah yeah my guy um <laughs> if you need to, I'll, I'll be more than willing to tell you what not to do because i've broken about everything you can on a hobbit oh um, man <laughs> I don't even know how to start it yet. I don't want to touch it. It's his bike, but I should probably start riding it. Dude, once you get a finely tuned, variated bike, you'll never step back, I swear. Uh, Uh, I got some goodies for the Tomos coming, too. uh, Yeah. Uh, Ryan Go just posted. He's building my crank pipe right now. Nice. Ryan's such a fucking rad guy. He'll, like, talk about customer service. Like, Ryan's, yeah. Ryan's an awesome, awesome guy. Well, I met him at the um, at the Green Bastards rally too, and just mm-hmm. the most genuine, fucking awesome person. Uh, you could, you know, he'll sit yep. there and talk to you, and like, you know, like you're one of his best friends. Like, yeah, Ryan nice and Nick, most mopeds for sure. Yeah, and I fucked yeah. that up too because, I, like, they really do look a lot alike. It's crazy. Yeah, like I said earlier on this podcast, like when I first met them at the tip. Somebody said that that's the vape twins, and I thought they were twins. And then, yeah, I, I did too. They're not even related. No, they're just good friends. And then, what really pisses me off about 2020, I've said this before, you know, they quit vaping, and I wanted to be the guy at the rally when somebody, the vape rose. I just want to be that guy out, in, out nowhere saying, yeah, but they quit. And just like, <laughs> I wanted to be that guy. And, <laughs> but yeah, that's how most people know them for sure yeah <laughs> i think i think nick did kind of make a resurgence of independence with i think koi pond ended up posting his win at that indoor track um when he thanked baby jesus and dale earnhardt jr oh god <laughs> <laughs> um so what's the coolest experience you don't have to, it doesn't have to be like number one, but like when you think of mopeds in your time, what is the one of your favorite memories of mopeds so far? Oh man. It so doesn't like have anytime... to be at a rally. It doesn't have to be a rally. It just is your memory. So I got two of them. Okay. Uh, 
And like anytime, you know, I, I, like I told you, I've listened to every episode, man. Uh, Dude, that's it that still amazes me. I mean, I I <laughs> fucking a dork in the basement. What can I say? <laughs> I hate podcasts too. Um, I listen to you and the other guys, uh, Scooter Sunday. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that's what it's called. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just if you start reading a fucking ad for Squarespace, I'm hanging up right now. Like. I- don't even know it's that shit drives me up the walls like once the host starts reading an ad to you it's so weird i don't know but they're like oh start with the square feet squarespace uh code podcast one to get a ten dollar like i don't know it's so cringy kind of shit um Mm -hmm. yeah i will say this when it comes to podcasts and ads i recommend it about every other podcast the jim cornex jim cornet experience they have the best lead into ads ever. Granted, I skipped through them all, but like Jim Cornette's at least funny about his ads. I apologize, Jack. <laughs> we'll have, but back to the thing, the question I had, what is your yeah. favorite experiences in mopeds? Yeah. So when you're talking about your touching the sky moment, like whenever yeah, I listen, dude. I hear you say that I get, there's two of them for me. And uh, the night ride at, at the Portland rally, mm-hmm. um, we were going over, that bridge is like it's going dusk and there's that you know welcome to portland sign with the deer and i just saw like this string of red taillights in front of me for like three miles and the smoke and like people are you know ripping by you and like your buddies are sidling up like what's up and it's like this is the coolest fucking thing i've ever been a part of mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh my uh ride leading the goats on yeah. my uh my prospect ride to see all my like my best friends in my mirror following me like i don't know so cool sun setting and like we went to santa fe brewing out there and like i plotted this route like i worked on it for a couple weeks and it was just really yeah yeah really awesome experience that's bigger than you know in something bigger than you you know Mm -hmm. totally dude i had that and i'll share you uh, just because I want to talk about me for a second, I'll share my latest experience with that. It was last Thursday. I was, uh, normally it's ride night um, in St. Paul, Minneapolis, but the person who was supposed to organize the ride didn't want to or something. I'm not sure, but like, so I'm just like, I'm not going to show up. Like if there's no ride, I don't want to, I, I love everybody, but I was just in a funky mood myself. So I was just like, whatever. And then my buddy Lee Pinkerton got, got a hold of me. He's like, are you going? I'm like, no, I'm probably just going to ride. He goes, well, let's go ride. He's putting, a, he is putting together a bike and he had some issues and just kept working through it. And we just started riding around St. Paul and like, dude, there's something magical that happens in mopeds at like 40 miles an hour. That's what I'll say. I think that's, <laughs> I think you gotta be doing 40. Cause like the sun was setting and it was just, uh-huh. it was a little chilly dude, but it was that perfect little chilly. It wasn't cold, but it was just, Again, it was, yeah, dude, it was so fucking rad. And Lee had no fucking lights by the end of the ride because he kept <laughs> popping lights. But dude, it was still all right. And yeah, again, I got to feel it again. Um, but it happens a lot. It happens a lot yeah. in mopeds when you just fucking get deeper in the hole. And you, I can tell it's happening more and more. Um, I guess. No, and I, I think it's the at that speed you start getting enough oxygen forced into you that you start getting like an extra oxygen high possibly like riding a bike down a hill really fast i don't know <laughs> yeah 
could be. It's a hangover cure too. I found out if you're really hungover and you ride, it goes away until you stop riding. <laughs> Just that force of oxygen. There you go, my guy. Um, but I guess uh, one moment it wasn't like touch the sky, but probably the funniest and best thing I've seen in mopeds that I no one's mentioned. But the Portland rally that night ride, we were going through like these parking garages, and then like uh, it was like a big courtyard of like these high rise uh, corporate buildings downtown, and it was like a courtyard that connected them all. And we cut through it, and it was like cobblestone and all that. Mm-hmm. And I was in like the back of the front of the pack like in the middle and we start rounding this turn and a security guard comes out like hands on his hips all puffed up (laughs) and by the time he was eight feet out the door he just had his hands up in the air and shaking his head because he saw the pack around the turn and there's like 80 of us nice and just like what like i could see him mouth what the fuck is this and just (laughs) the body language like i give up i this is over my pay grade (laughs) (laughs) that shit makes me happy i i'm there's still enough pissed off punk rock kid in me that like i still fucking love it when kids little kids are like adults or whatever just put their heads over their ears and just look pissed off at you like (laughs) i fucking love that shit like it makes me so goddamn happy i don't know why um and their parents giving you a thumbs up and taking a picture (laughs) Usually it's mom's getting pissed at me, but whatever, uh-huh. dude. Um, what we're wrapping up a little bit, like, but what's your 2021 plans looking like so far? You talked about Jack getting out to the two smokes. It could be us. Um, what else do you got planned? Anything? Nothing. And I, I wish that moped spring break was a thing before it became such a thing. Cause I regret not going to that. That looks so cool. And we need to start a, a moped spring break relief fund because yeah, I saw that today too, man. That yep. really sucks. Yep. Um, uh, it is. It's going on. I, like I said, I gave some money. I Venmoed uh, Amanda money so she could get it directly to her. Um, and if anybody wants to contribute to the GoFundMe, um, you can definitely look at her page, SaxG3, or a few other pages around. I know I've reposted on Second Chance uh, stories, so. Um, I'll do it a few more times, but yeah, it sucks that that happened. It sucks. She, that just, yeah, that everything went down the way it did. Nobody did anything intentionally. Nobody did anything out of spite. Um, so let's just help another mopeder out. Yeah, for real. Yeah. She did such a cool job. Like, I can't believe they, you know, she basically did that on her own Yep, and it spiraled out of control and still made it happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm doing two smokes for sure, man. Uh, I'll be out there. I hope people make it out. Um, I don't even know if my goat fam is coming out or not. Uh, it's tough. It's a long drive, but you know, um, you guys are used to it. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, two hours is like a 20 minute drive out here. It's fucking beautiful, dude. If you got drive through Montana too, I got you. You come yeah. through on 90. I, you know, I got an extra bedroom and big living room and big driveway. If you're you know, trying to come crash. So, hit me up montucky goat heads uh you're coming through montana and billings yeah so on your instagram uh what is a jackalope bus i believe is what it is yeah um how is your bus going it's good man and uh, i forgot to talk about the youtube thing but i'm gonna get back on making youtube videos uh trying to document the build i have a bunch of footage i just need to get 
editing and uploading, but um, it's coming along, man. I have the subfloor all laid and insulated. Um, I'm working on framing out the inside, moving into spray foam and electrical. Uh, but it's badass, dude. It's a 30 foot flat nose international yeah uh, 1999 genesis uh that means nothing to me but i'm looking at the bus right now dude and it looks fucking rad as fuck 7.3 liter turbo diesel inline six uh i ran a a bulldozer with that same motor in it yeah um international navistar it's like that thing rockets up the hills (laughs) uh it's governed at exactly 69 I don't plan on changing that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you get that bus rocking anything over sixty, you're, you're, you're it's moving. It's swirly. Yeah. Uh, when I drove it up from Santa Fe, there's nothing in it. Oh god, it's really <laughs> swirly. Like the suspension is completely extended, and yeah, it's a big bus, man. That thing was probably just fucking hopping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was grateful for the pandemic because going through Denver was so breezy. Luckily, no one was out yeah uh, just me and the trucks but yeah you got to just roll with how that's that wheel wants to go down the road um it's, it's a suggestion it, i'm taking <laughs> huh the steering wheel is kind of a suggestion half the yeah time. yeah it's an understanding you know <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah right it's freaking loud so you got the two smokes thing plan you got uh more youtube content i'll be excited to see that uh is there anybody you kind of dip, but we'll just get as we wrap up to you. Who all do you want to kind of shout out again? And I'll kind of throw my stuff and we'll get wrapping this here podcast up. Yeah. Um, shout out all my goats uh, up here in the north and down southwest. Um, uh, Bryson, Jetpack up here. Uh, Ashler, too. We're starting to get a little crew together. Nice. Um, we're getting some rides going. Uh, Goat Daddy Chris, Sophia, Sopapia down in uh new mexico peanut um <laughs> i think every crew needs uh, a peanut. Terry. yeah it's ben he didn't really like peanut but i still think of him as peanut <laughs> uh, um yeah terry of course and uh yeah i i could i could go on forever here but yeah the green bastards um the shanks uh puddle cutters especially Taryn and uh kyle they opened up huge let me come out there and hails uh just fucking awesome people so i really hope to see all you guys and uh yeah everyone in omaha of course too yeah yeah um i can't thank you enough don't forget everybody check out second chance pod on instagram second chance moped on facebook all that stuff uh don't be afraid to email with suggestions of guests or shows or whatever at second chance moped at gmail.com Again, email is secondchancemoped at gmail.com. I'm stalling right now because I just want to make sure I'm giving you the right email address because I fuck it up from time to time. Second chance, second number two, chance moped at gmail.com. Second chance pod. Um, yeah, if you got a guest suggestion, show idea, I'm always willing and generally take those suggestions. Um, Again, I can't thank enough of you, Jack, for coming on Second Chance Moped Podcast. If you ever find yourself in Minnesota again, don't be afraid to ask. You always have a place to stay. Um, If anybody likes the show or what I'm doing, don't be afraid to suggest this or Moped Monday Podcast. I can't 
tell you what that podcast has meant to me and this one as well. Uh, Jack, as always, don't forget, mopeds are dumb. (laughs) See you later, my guy. Thank <laughs> you.